Back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, it's sponsored by Acres, the Midwest premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. Well, fall ball for Husker baseball started this week, and the head coach joining us here tonight. I see you like every day for three months, and then I go three months without even seeing you. How you doing? How was your summer? It was great. It was busy, uh, as they always are, uh, just with recruiting and and you know trying to shape a roster and get it finalized. And um, you know, there's a lot of things to navigate in today's landscape with um, the portal and, and some of those things. So um, yeah, we are. You know, Coach Harvell and Coach Christie just crushed it on the road, just going out and seeing guys, both in current you know, uh, transfer portal type guys and then also guys, you know, for future classes. And then we've got kind of the command center, you know, back at home that we're, you know, looking at the portal, you know, constantly trying to figure out, hey, is this guy, you know, going to be a good fit, you know? And so there was a lot of that going on this summer, had some visits, um, you know, had just a lot of, um, you know, a long, it was a long summer, you know, just from the standpoint of, you know, being done in late May. Um, so uh, it was it was very productive, though. Um, r- thrilled with the roster that we have this year, um, the experience that we have, uh, and the talent, you know, that was young last year that's kind of grown up a little bit. And a lot of guys, the thing I'm, I'm excited about, too, is a lot of guys had some really good summers. Yeah, let's don't be done in late May anymore. I'm, I'm yeah, good no, with playing well yeah. into June. Uh, as you looked at, to, try, to put that roster together, give me one, two, one, two three – of areas of emphasis that you wanted to fill was it whether it be starting pitching relief pitching offense what, what was it well i think number one would probably be probably less specific to position group and more uh experience you know and i think that's just kind of the as college baseball has changed over the past few years with the COVID exemption you know with the um, with the portal, there, there's there's more veteran players available um, to help build your roster. And, you know, we brought in a class of 18 freshmen last year that was committed before any of this stuff had really happened. So we're, we're you know, we went through last season and took our lumps. You know, a, a lot of it was, you know, we just we weren't quite ready from an experience standpoint to compete with you know, the Rutgers of the world who had several sixth-year seniors, you know, and, and Maryland and, and some of those. And, um, you know, and we're, we were close, but we just didn't necessarily have that experience to kind of get us over the edge. So I think that was the first thing. And that, whether it be junior college or through through the portal, I think we certainly addressed that, um, you know, double-digit number of junior college guys when it's all said and done. Um, and a lot of those guys, it, it's crazy to, to say this, but a lot of those JUCO guys now, they're in their fourth year of college because of that COVID year that happened while they were in school. So you've got some junior college guys that are 22 years old coming in. So they've been around the block. They've had to go grind it out in junior college um, and they've, they've performed and, and now they're, they're ready to kind of do it on, the, on a bigger stage. Um, so we were able to address that and then you added some veteran pitchers um, through the portal two Friday night guys from other programs, which is huge. Um, maybe getting them in a, in a different role here, um, whether it be Friday night or not, whether it be a starter or not, but just giving them an opportunity at a, at a power five level. Um, I think those guys are going to, you know, they've been used to being the ace of the staff. Um, and then we've got, we got, um, you know, definitely 
more experience offensively. That that was where we needed to to really improve. It was a disappointing year, um, well documented. The way you know we just struggled to score runs, and now Max and Bryce are juniors, uh, and they've they've got a ton of college at bats. Griffin Everett coming back was an enormous. Uh, it, it's as big as any portal addition we could have possibly had. Um, having Griff come back as a fifth year guy. Um, so we're, we wanted to address the offense. We knew we needed to plug in some holes uh, in the rotation and, and get more experience, and we were able to do all of that. You mentioned some guys had good summers. Yeah. Give me some examples of that. Man, I know I'm going to leave some guys out, but we had quite a few guys that were made all-star teams in their league. I mean, Josh Karen and Bryce Matthews uh, were either in the all-star game or the they call it the MLB Dreams game. So, like, they're kind of – they're the the MLB prospects in that league, um, and they both hit home runs in that game. Uh, Karen hit 11 home runs up in the Northwoods League, which was which was huge. Wow. Uh, he caught 55 games. He got 250 plate appearances. Um, he had a great summer. Bryce had a great summer. Like I said, he was an All Star. Um, you know, Garrett Anglin went out to Alaska, had a nice summer in a, in a league that's tough to hit in. Um, Efri Cervantes was an all-star for the Wilson Tobbs um, out east and, and uh, in the CPL uh, Coastal Plains League, I believe, and had a really nice summer hit around 300. Um, Max Anderson did his thing up in the Cape. He was an all-star, hit over 300. He was the leading hitter for his team. Um, Chandler Benson had a great summer uh, for the Brazos Valley Bombers, pitched an ERA under two. Um, yeah, like I said, I know I'm going to leave some guys out, but there was just – to a man, I mean, the guys that went out and played, they, they all got better. They were all – they're all far better today than they were, you know, when they left. And that's, that's what we hope to see is just some guys go out with, on a mission to come back and, and really improve. What would you do with Emmett over the summer? Yep. He threw a lot of innings in the spring, and I know he went to some USA thing. What, yeah. what, what did, how did you approach his summer? Yeah, so he, he, uh, he took some time off after we were done, then he ramped it back up to go with Team USA. So he had a, I think he had one or two outings with the USA team. Uh, didn't make that team, so he didn't go play with them, but it was a great experience for him. And then he came back here to Lincoln and, uh, and got in the weight room and kind of acclimated himself with some of the new guys on the team. So he, he didn't really pitch a whole lot. He threw, only, like I said, only a couple outings. I think he did have one outing maybe uh, for the Fremont Moo uh, right before he went out there just to make sure he was ready to go. So he, he, was, he was relatively um, shut down for the summer, and uh, he'll be full go this fall. Were there any other pitchers you really limited – the summer because of how much work they had for you last season. Yeah, Shay Shay didn't go off um, and pitch, and he was here every morning. I saw him in the office just um, on a mission, you know, and uh, we're, we're looking at potentially moving him back to the bullpen, um, which I think is something he's excited about. Um, you know, if he's one of the guys we feel like is going to give us the best chance as a starter, we'll do that. But honestly, I think deep down he's, he's a guy that likes to wear his cleats every day. He likes to have the, a chance to pitch every day, sees himself as an everyday type player. Um, and then, of course, we had a couple guys that were still on the mend, and Buns and Perry were around this summer, and they're, they're rehabbing and, and um, you know, doing some of those things. Again, visiting with Will Bolt, Husker baseball coach. Fall ball began this week for the Big Red, uh, and be a lot of anticipation for the season, which we'll get going in February, got a lot of guys on this roster. I'm, a, I'm a guessing you're expecting a pretty competitive fall. Yeah, and that, that's the way it needs to be. Uh, you, you've got to have that competition. It, you just there, there cannot be any complacency. Um, when you have that competition, that really weeds that out. Where just guys feel like they've got a spot ironed up. You know, 
it's written in ink that, that they're going to be a, in a certain spot in the lineup or they're, they're going to play a certain position or they're going to have a certain spot in the rotation. And it's just kind of, um, you know, that it just is natural to have a little bit of complacency when that happens. When you have the competition, guys have to show up every single day. And that's, that's the message we've always had here. Um, and I, I kind of looking back at it, we had more of that in that fall of 2020, um, kind of our first crop of guys that we had brought in, they were competing with, you know, the guys that were currently on the roster and, and, and there was just a lot of that in the fall of 2020, maybe a little less last fall. And it, it, it wasn't that there was less effort. It wasn't that we didn't work as hard. It's just, there were some positions that weren't really contested. Um, and, and that goes on the mound and at the plate. And I think what you'll see this fall is, is that you look around and you see some older guys, maybe a little bit more physical, maybe have more um, skins on the wall when it comes to how well they've performed in college baseball. You better bring it. You better bring it every day because um, if you don't, then somebody's going to be ready to, to take your job. So it's going to be competitive. Um, you know, we're, we got some guys on the shelf, so having some extra numbers is not a bad thing in terms of the pitching especially, um, but should get a lot of at-bats, um, should be very competitive on the mound as well, and it'll be good to kind of see the guys mix it up. You mentioned earlier Buns and Perry are rehabbing. They were here all summer. How are they doing? Yeah, Perry's playing catch now, right. um, feeling great, feels as strong as he ever has, is his own words. Um, and then Buns, I believe, is getting ready to start playing catch here soon. Um, both those guys are highly motivated, and, and that goes for everybody that's coming back that is a veteran returner on this team. Highly motivated to, to do whatever it takes for the team, and I think you know, Perry's another guy that you probably slide back into a bullpen role, um, ideally. Um, and obviously we know how, how successful Buns was in that role um, when we used him in that championship run. How much did you – I mean, you obviously miss, missed in this past season their pitching ability, but how much did you just miss their energy? Those are pretty high-energy guys. Yeah, and Buns in particular was kind of the, lead, the ringleader in the bullpen that way. You know, so him going down early – you kind of point to a lot of late inning losses. Um, nobody really took the reins when it came to just that, just that mentality that it takes to to want the ball every day, to to go out there and and be fearless on the mound and and just say, here's my stuff, and you know, and just kind of have that that edge. That you know, I, I think that was something that maybe was was a little um, a little off. You know, if you just see our our team in 21 pretty good edge on that team sure uh, and and you know um you know having buns out you know having perry out for a significant amount of time um and obviously not having a guy like schwelly at the back end you know um you're never going to replace those guys but to your point yeah having that that edge on the field and guys that just are going to do whatever it takes um We'll be glad to get those guys back. Well, you, your first comment about lack of experience, the 21 team had it. Yeah. You had it in spades. In and spades. That sure showed up with Haggy, who played 20 years here in Nebraska, yeah, those kind of guys. absolutely. Hacker. It's important. You can't be young, especially today's day and age in college athletics. You can't be young. Right. What a cool story a week or so ago with Nate Fisher. Wasn't yeah. that awesome? The yeah. guy who was out of baseball a year and a half ago and then got to make a, make a major league debut. That's yeah, cool. we, were, we were actually laughing about it. He was working our uh, – baseball academy fall league a couple a couple of falls ago when we first got here and and uh yeah nate i remember um i was actually here with coach erstad when he was in high school so like right before i left um nate kind of popped on the scene a little bit late and uh gave him a, a walk-on opportunity i believe it was here at nebraska and man what a what an amazing story that is um of perseverance just believing in yourself 
um, betting on yourself and uh, really cool to see. I mean, we had it on in the in the office, watching it on on TV, and and uh, couldn't be prouder of Nate. Hopefully, he gets another shot to, to get back up there. Span the rosters so. in September. Yeah, I think he they won their lefty arm in that bullpen. Yep, great to see you. Uh, have a good couple weeks. We'll check in with you toward the end of fall ball. See how things are going. Okay, perfect. Thanks. There he is, Will Bolt, head baseball coach for the Cornhuskers. Buckle up, put the phone down. A reminder from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. More of the show coming up.